Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Wrap-Up Show, Chris Yao. Welcome back into another edition of the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Once again, I'm Chris Yao. I'm your host, and I'm looking forward to getting you to each of our local high school football reporters from around the mid-state who were out and about at high school football games this past weekend. And they're going to tell you all about what went on in their areas. We'll start up in Montgomery County. Hi, I'm Brady McDamney, sports editor at Main Street Clarksville, and here's what happened in the area this week. Rossview upped their shutout streak to four straight games. That's a program record. Four shutouts in a season are a program record by beating Kirkwood 31-0. to Clarksville High also kept their undefeated season going <clears throat> with a 38-10 to win over Dixon County. West Creek got their second win of the season, beating Northwest 34-8. Montgomery Central unfortunately took a second loss this season in which they led in the final minute. They also had that against uh, Creekwood. This happened against White's Creek. They are still looking for their first win of the season. Henry County beat Northeast 52-14, and Clarksville Academy lost to Collinwood 40-7. For more football content, follow me on Twitter at Brady underscore MSP. We'll stay up in the northernmost part of the coverage area as Robertson County and David Wilson has a report from Robertson County. David? Hey everyone, my name is David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, here to give a quick recap of week six of the high school football season. Two main matchups that dominated the headlines here in Robertson County in week six. The 81st all-time meeting between White House and Greenbrier, and for the seventh consecutive season, it was the visiting White House Blue Devils that claimed a victory over their Robertson County foe. Running back Michael Albin for the Blue Devils had three total touchdowns this week. Two of them came on the ground in his 141-yard rushing performance. The other came on a kickoff return for a touchdown. Greenbrier quarterback Nolan Carson did not play this week. He was injured, and so Travars Flood took the snaps for the the Bobcats. He had over 200 all-purpose yards on Friday night, but the Greenbrier could not get it done this week. And then the My TV 30 game of the week. Smith County going on the road to hand East Robertson their first loss of the year in a 14-7 final. East Robertson had six turnovers. Um, that really helped boost the Owls to a road upset to give them the edge in that region and put them in the driver's seat. Quarterback Casey Young had three interceptions, and then Isaiah Groves had a costly turnover, a fumble late in the fourth quarter that helped quarterback Riley Martin for the Owls deliver a you know a go-ahead touchdown pass to Key Harris to give the Owls the road victory. White House Heritage picked up their first road win of the season under Scott Murray this week. They hit, they turned to 2-0. and They moved to 2-0 and in their region with a 20-14 win over Sycamore. Freshman quarterback Xavier Murray was 10-11 of 11 passing for 175 yards and two touchdowns. Running back Adrian Bonilla had over 105 yards on the ground and a touchdown. So the Patriots continue their great start, moved to 2-0 and in their region. Springfield picked up a huge win 
in their region, a 35-0 victory over Portland this week. Clarence Cobbins, the two-way star, is at it yet again. He had three catches for 73 yards, two touchdowns, had 29 yards rushing on the ground with another touchdown is there as well. Had two um, returns on special teams for 92 yards, and then had two tackles as well. So doing it on all three phases for the Yellow Jackets. Quarterback Parker Betts was 7-9 passing for 115 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. And then finally... Cheatham County went on the road and picked a 20-13 victory over Joe Burns. Joe Burns and Mark Cotton was responsible for both of their touchdowns, but Joe Burns falls in their homecoming game versus the Cubs. That's it for week six of the high school football season in Robertson County. We look forward to talk to you next week. Looking forward to more from around the north end of the coverage area, but let's go all the way to the south where Wade Neely has a report from Pulaski and Giles County. That's right, guys. Two games and two wins for our area squads as Richland goes on the road and picks up a nice 18-14 to win at Huntland. They're now 3-3, three and three, but most importantly, they are 2-1 and one in that very difficult region, 5A. Giles County, meanwhile, gets a 45-18 to 18, uh, victory versus Lincoln County. Bobcats are now 3-2. and Kind of handing out some helmet stickers for the Raiders. It was Luke Eastlick with two rushing touchdowns at 87 yards on the ground. But it was the Raider defense making a big stop late in the game. They forced a couple of turnovers in that contest, but one right at the end that helped secure the win over Huntland. As a great win again for head coach Dick Patterson and the Raiders. Giles County, meanwhile, it was Kareem Bryant who was the star of the show as the junior wide receiver got things going early with a special teams play. He flew off the edge and blocked a punt on the opening drive of the ball game, setting up Giles County with a short field. Kareem would also go on to have five catches, three of them for touchdowns. He had nearly 100 yards receiving. Johnny Jackson had a great game passing for Giles County. And Kamari Turner had a great game passing, rushing, and receiving. It was a great all-around performance for Giles County in the win. Bobcats now uh, play their final four games of the regular season, all in region play, beginning with a trip this Friday night over to Watertown. First ever meeting between the two schools as the Purple Tigers started off 2-0, and but they've now lost four in a row coming into this one here this week. Richland, meanwhile, the Raiders... Maybe their biggest game of the entire season, and it will be played at home. It'll be homecoming Friday night as Richland welcomes Collinwood. The Trojans come in. They've got a lot of momentum. They've been kind of the cream of the crop in the region thus far, and Richland will try and slow them down. If Richland can get a win versus Collinwood, they are right back in the thick of things in terms of uh, possibly even a top-two finish in that region and the corresponding home playoff game that would go with it. Those are our area squads. It was a great week for us here as uh, we send it back to you guys. Wayne Neely signing off, sports editor of the Pulaski Citizen. County. We've also got reports from Lawrence County and South Williamson County, and that's Maurice Patton who has a report now. Yeah, thanks, Chris. It was a tough week six for our area teams here in Murray County, in and around Murray County. Um, one of the exceptions being Summit picking up a big region 6-6-A win Mason McElhaney, 34 carries, 270 yards, and both touchdowns in the Spartans' 13-7 win over Franklin. Also in Region 66A, Independence falls to a late field goal as Ravenwood gets out of town with a 16-14 victory. In Region 55A, both Columbia Central 
and Spring Hill take tough losses. Columbia Central falling at Tullahoma 34-14. Spring Hill dropping a 35-12 decision at home to Lawrence County in Region 5-2A. Mount Pleasant goes on the road, gives up a 304-yard rushing performance to Lewis County sophomore Micah Godfrey in a 43-14 loss. The only redeeming quality coming out of that one for the Tigers is Darian Mazo with an 85-yard kickoff return. Also, best wishes going out to junior defensive lineman Connor Scherer, who during a scary moment in the third quarter, just collapsed on the field um, between plays. Had to be tended to by first responders there on the field. Was taken to um, Murray Regional Medical Center for evaluation and later went home. He was home resting on Saturday and seems to be fine. So keep your fingers crossed for him to continue to be fine there. Um, also in Region 5-2A, Summertown, Gets out to a big lead, 25-7 at the half. Winds up falling to visiting Harp at 33-25 there. Another tough loss for the Eagles, who are still winless on the year under first-year coach Dan Winford. Loretto, in the meantime, getting a big performance out of former backup, now starting quarterback, Mason Tidwell, 284 yards and four passing touchdowns as Loretto defeated Hickman County 37-14. Who are we missing? Columbia Academy, homecoming, 55-28 over Ezell Harding. Big celebration over there for the Bulldogs and for quarterback Connor Rawson and receiver C.J. Duro. Rawson was 7 of 10 for 220 yards. C.J. Duro, three catches, 141 yards, two touchdowns. That combination is something you're going to hear more out of as we go down the stretch of this season here. Um... That's pretty much everybody. Zion Christian in eight-man falls to Chattanooga Grace, 48-22. That's our week six coverage of high school football in and around Murray County. And for more, be sure and go to MainStreetMurray.com and pick up this week's print edition of Main Street Murray. Our first break of the day when we come back more from around the mid-state on the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show. We'll be right back after this. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. 
Dairyberry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairyberries at 615-452-8121. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Welcome back into the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We've got more reports from folks who were out at games over the weekend. We'll start up in Wilson County where Tommy Bryan has a report. Hi, everybody. I'm Tommy Bryan, sports editor of the Wilson Post in Lebanon, and here's a look at what went on in week six of high school football in Wilson County. Two local teams were knocked from the ranks of the undefeated as Gallatin crossed the river and defeated Green Hill by a score of 24-10, to and Middle Tennessee Christian slipped past Friendship Christian by a score of 16-14, to that game in Division II, Class A. 6A Lebanon blanked 3A Watertown 37-0 in the first meeting between these programs in over 59 years. Mount Juliet defeated Wilson Central 47-23. And Donaldson Christian Academy had no trouble with Mount Juliet Christian, blanking the Saints by a score of 54-0 at Ed Suey Field. Week 7's schedule includes the following, Wilson Central playing at Lebanon, Mount Juliet will visit Antioch, Friendship Christian travels to Murfreesboro to take on Providence Christian, Giles County will play at Watertown in a region contest, Warren County visits Green Hill, and Mount Juliet Christian Academy travels to Leapers Fork to take on Franklin Grace Christian. That's a look at what's going on in Wilson County football. I'm Tommy Bryan for Main Street Preps. I'll talk to you later. Just south of that is Rutherford County and, of course, Murfreesboro Post's Monty Hale Jr. standing by with a little bit of information from there. Monty, take it away. Hello, I'm Monty Hale, sports editor of the Murfreesboro Post, here to talk about high school football and recapping last week's action, it was Oakland 35, Rockville nothing. Another shutout for the Patriots, whose defense is in uh, lockdown mode right now. Blackman, Thriller, 24-21 over Siegel. Jumped out to a big lead, held off a Stars comeback late. Riverdale 49, Coffee County nothing. Riverdale has scored 90 points the last two games. Smyrna, 34, McGavick nothing. The Bulldogs with another region win. They're 2-0 and in the region play, in region play. Antioch 34, Stewart's Creek 7. Tough home loss for the Creek. Antioch now 3-0 and in the region. Stewart's Creek 2-1. and Cane Ridge 3, Laverne nothing. That's right, 3 to nothing. Uh, kicked a late field goal to beat the Wolverines, did Cane Ridge. MTCS in a thriller, 16. Friendship Christian, 14. That was a battle of two heavyweights in the Division II East region. Wayne County 30, Eagleville 22, tough road loss for the Eagles. And PCA, make that three out of four for the Lions in their first season of 11-man football. They win 20 
to 15 at King's Academy. This week, um, right before fall break. Fall break's next week, but we got football this week. We got a couple games on Thursday, including Oakland at Seagull. Should be a great one. Stewart's Creek at West Creek. Eagleville is at the Tennessee Heat. Laverne is at McGavick. Middle Tennessee Christian at South Pittsburgh. Friendship Christian at PCA. Rockville at Coffee County. And East Nashville will visit Smyrna. So that's a look at our games for this week. Should be a lot of good action uh, leading into fall break. Again, I'm Monty Hale, sports editor of the Murfreesboro Post. Of course, the metro Nashville area is ripe with a lot of high school football right now, and Russell Venosi has plenty to tell you about on his report, Russell. Centennial is still unbeaten, but it didn't come easy. The Cougars needed a last-second field goal from Wells Stanley to knock off Nolansville 17-14. It's the program's best start since beginning the 2014 season with a 6-0 record. And if you haven't seen Kenai Johnson's highlight reel catch that set up Centennial's game winner, you can find it on my Twitter slash X at Russell V underscore MSP. Johnson did an incredible job to not only secure the pass, but also to tap his right foot inbounds before crashing to the ground. Coach Jamal Stewart's group will be tested again in two weeks when Brentwood pays a visit to School Springs. And speaking of undefeated teams, how about Franklin Road Academy? The Panthers handed East Nashville its first loss of the season, 42-21. to Logan Kennard threw three touchdowns to Bobby Council Jr., and Ty Clark III also rushed for three scores. FRA hosts 6-0 Davidson Academy this Friday in a game that could go a long way in determining playoff seeding in the Division II AA Middle Region. Hillsborough is another team playing well. The Burroughs have won three straight following a 14-point loss to Stewart's Creek on September 1st. Their latest victory came Friday in a 35-0 rout of Lawson. The top four teams in the MSP Top 25, that's Pearl Cone, CPA, Brentwood, and Oakland, all cruise to Wheat Six victories as well. Chris, back to you. Thanks so much for giving us that. Let's go up to Sumner County now where Blaine Keller has a report. Sumner County Sports Editor Blaine Keller here with your Sumner County football snapshot. It's time to see how area teams fared last Friday. Sophomore quarterback Caden Powell arguably played his best game as a Buccaneer in Beach's 34-14 win over rival Hendersonville. Uh, on the road, the Kentucky baseball commitment rushed for 51 yards. He completed six passes for 221 more and accounted for all five Beach touchdowns as the Bucks avoided their worst six-game start since 2006. On the other side, the hosting commandos entered with a chance at surpassing last season's win total just six games into the year, uh, but Hendersonville being without three stars in Cooper Jordan, Caden Parizic, and Logan Wisnett, that all ailed them in the loss, uh, moving Hendersonville now to 4-2 and two on the season. In the county's second biggest game, Gallatin upended previously unbeaten Green Hill 24-10 on the road. Uh, receiver and defensive back Adrian Barksdale put up an incredible two-way performance for the Wave, uh, he picked off Green Hill quarterback Cannon Burroughs twice and caught three receptions for 42 yards, being the team's second-leading receiver uh, for Green Wave quarterback Jackson Straub, uh, another sophomore. Uh, he threw three touchdown passes in the win, bringing his total to 18 on the season and giving him Gallatin's all-time single-season passing touchdown record. So a couple of big performances like last week, 
carrying over this week in Sumner County as, as the season progresses. Uh, other scores to note from across the county, Liberty Creek scored 28 points in the third quarter to separate itself from Westmoreland 42-14. to White House defeated Greenbrier 30-10 to without much opposition from the Bobcats. Pope Prep fell 36-15 to at previously unbeaten uh, and still unbeaten Davidson Academy. Portland lost 35 nothing against Springfield, and Station Camp fell 55 to nothing to 4A Power and Region foes Pearl Cone. That was your Sumner football snapshot. Back to you guys. Out in Dixon and Cheatham counties, where Casey Patrick is standing by. Hi, my name is Casey Patrick. I cover sports for the Dixon Post and the Cheatham County Exchange. Uh, we're going to do a quick rundown of the Week Six football action. Uh, we'll start with the game I was at on Friday night, the Sycamore game. The War Eagles lost a close one, 20-14 to to White House Heritage on homecoming. Uh, Sycamore moves to 0-6 on the year. They will face Maplewood, who is also 0-6. Uh, one of those teams are going to get their first win of the year. I think it could be Sycamore. Maplewood's been shut out three times this year. Uh, so we'll move on to the next team. Uh, Cheatham County Central, they defeated Joe Burns 20-13. to They moved to 2-4 and on the season. Uh, they do not have a region match coming up uh, on Friday, but they do have homecoming against Hickman County. Uh, and then uh, we'll finish it off in Cheatham with Harpeth, who uh, they moved to 2-4 and four with a win. One of the biggest comebacks in the entire state on Friday night. They were down 25-7.5. to seven and a half. They come back to beat Summertown 33-25. to 25. Uh, Then we'll move to Dixon County. Uh, Dixon County with a 38-10 to 10 loss to Clarksville. Clarksville's been running through everybody this year. Uh, but Dixon County's got a chance to get, uh, get back on track with a region matchup uh, against Rossview. Uh, on Friday night. Rossview is 4-2. and two. They lost their first two games of the year, but they won four straight, all of them shutouts. Rossview has not allowed a point in the month of September. Uh, so Dixon County, a big matchup coming Friday night. Creekwood, uh, they moved to 2-4 and four with a 24-7 loss to Fairview. They will be on the road against a very strong Marshall County team. My name's Casey Patrick, and that's the Week 6 Report. Folks, that's going to do it for this edition of the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Look forward to seeing you guys again next week right here on Main Street Media Television. You have been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show with Chris Yao. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show was brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.